Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 233 Let's go! Good evening and welcome. This is Paul Cooney, John Hartson and Craig Moore here for you for the next two hours. It's a European week, a special week. Champions League back in town tomorrow night and Celtic aiming to end a six-year Champions League wait for a victory but it could hardly be tougher, could it, against the top seed in that group, Atletico Madrid. Here in Glasgow, co-commentator tomorrow night, John Hartson's here. John, great to see you. Celtic off the back of a big win at the weekend, but it's one thing winning at Tynecastle, it's something else up against Atletico. How are you feeling about this tomorrow night? I'm feeling good, Paul. I think Celtic will throw everything at them. Uh, hopefully, um, start tomorrow night like like they finished against Lazio where Lazio were all backs to the wall stuff I thought Celtic were very unfortunate they were really going for it I think the lad can't think of his name now they scored a goal Celtic where Maeda's just it yep. doesn't really have to have a touch on it uh, Palmer came on and scored um, the goal was a bit of a sucker punch against Lazio Celtic throwing everything at at Lazio so I think they'll have a real go tomorrow night I think they're getting better and better there's players getting fitter and fitter in the league they're showing that they're unbeaten still in 8 or 9 games I think it is they were brilliant at the weekend but you're right you know Atletico Madrid Madrid top of La Liga going really really well won their last 5 games so there's no doubt it'll be a tough night but I think Celtic under the lights they'll have the crowd I think they'll have a really really good fist at it Craig it's a fantastic tie and were you surprised this morning when we read that Atletico Madrid are going to wear a similar strip to the one worn in 1974 long before both mm. your times but it was a horrendous game I remember it as a young guy Craig yeah. they had three players sent off yes. they kicked the late great Jimmy Johnson off the park mm -hmm. uh, he was allegedly assaulted in the tunnel and Celtic didn't want to play the replay it was nil-nil that night mm -hmm. they then lost 2-0 in Madrid it looks cynical that they are recreating that strip for tomorrow night would that make any difference to you as a player? I tell you what, it just only makes you I think more motivated uh, it's, it's splashed all over the papers so I'm pretty sure that uh, the Celtic support are going to be right up for, for this match from the very, very beginning they will let know Atletico Madrid know exactly how they feel about um, this particular situation and it's so important for, for Celtic to, to start in, in the right manner. Look, Atletico Madrid, not like they were back back in the day, but uh, Simeone has a team that very well organised, yeah. uh, very, let's say, professional in, in terms of, you know, fouls within a game, John. Eh? They're, they're mm. a little bit clever uh, in terms of how they can stop and start a game. He likes to, to wrestle teams to death. A great opportunity for Celtic. I think Craig's right, Paul. I think talking about setting yourself up, you know, Atletico Madrid, they're, they're top of the group. They're going really well in their in their in the Spanish league yeah. in La Liga. Um, I don't think they need to they need to noise things up even more. And whether 
Uh, and wear a shirt that commemorates football's dirtiest. Well, what a headline that is! Isn't it? Yeah. That's a headline for the Daily Record, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Dirtiest or, ever or, game, yeah. 1974. Or, or you know, other papers. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. European Cup semi-final. Yeah. I just think you know it's ridiculous, really. But I think it, it might go ahead. And if you don't want, if you want a real hot, hostile mm. atmosphere, wear that wear that kit. Because the Celtic fans will certainly respond, I know that. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? Give us a call, especially if you're going tomorrow night. You can speak to big, bad John Hartson or Craig Moore, Oz himself. 0808 17 17 700. Rangers will fly out tomorrow afternoon to Prague for the game on Thursday in the Europa League. Sparta Prague, what are you thinking? So Celtic, a big win at the weekend. Rangers, a yeah. really good win as well under Philippe Clement. Yeah, good uh, start. How are you feeling about Prague? Look, again, in, in the European competition, I think um, Rangers have normally fared pretty well. I mean, obviously there's been a disappointment not qualifying and, and the the way they were defeated by PSV. Uh, but again, back in the, the Europa stage, they've, they've handled things well. New manager has come in, Paul, and we, we've got to say it was a, it was a positive mm-hmm. result and performance uh, against um, uh, Hibs, Hibs, obviously yep. convincing win. Uh, it could have been a lot more, but I think it was more structure. There was there was energy, and and, and a willingness to I think probably get the ball forward uh, uh, a lot quicker than uh, has been in place in in recent weeks. Going away from home to, to to Prague, I think they can get a result, Paul. I really do, and I think that the players will believe that also. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. If you want to speak to Craig Moore and John, as we hear news from down south, the Everton chairman Bill Kenwright has died. At the age of 78. So he was in the telly many years ago. He loved Everton. It's been a tough time in recent years, but he was a real gentleman, uh, you know, legend in the theatre. And he was so committed to that club. You're right, Paul. He absolutely adored Everton. You know, he sat in that that chairman's uh, owner's seat for years and years and years, ploughed a lot of his own personal money into Everton. And it's a shame. I think it's a shame towards the latter end of his his, uh, tenor. At Everton, I think the fans sort of turned a little bit on him. I don't want to speak too much out of school because no. the Everton fans are great fans. But um, it was the manager to manager to manager, wasn't it? New owners come in. Uh, I think, was it Mashiri? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, was it was, yeah. indeed. Yeah. And, um, he also ploughed in a lot of money. but Absolutely, yep. yeah. But I just think, I don't know. Um, but um, it's a shame. Sure. It's a shame. And God rest, his, God rest him and his family. 0808 17 17 700 before we hear from Brendan Rogers, who's been speaking today at the UEFA press conference ahead of Champions League tomorrow. John, what did you make of it? You must have been happy at Celtic's performance on Sunday. I was happy. I think it's always um, a place that you're you're right up for it. You have to be right on your game to go to Tyne Castle. It's a respected um, away ground. But I thought the way Celtic started, they flew into a two-goal lead, took all the pressure off themselves, put all the pressure back on Hearts. They've got then got a mountain to climb. You know the crowd, the the crowd half emptied at um, yeah. when it went to three nil, um, and then all of a sudden Celtic got four, and I think Hearts shanked and good finish pulled one back. But the game was done by then. So I thought some of the goals were brilliant. The passing was really crisp. And it was as easy a win, I've got to say, as I think I've ever seen at at Tynecastle. I was very disappointed in them. But you know what, Paul Celtic can do that to teams. So can Rangers. When they're on their game and and they come out with that, you know, to impose themselves on the opposition like they did. Solid at the back, the passing's great. 
um, front three and movement, but they can do that, you know, to a team. And and obviously they were right on song at the weekend at Tynecast. I suppose, you know, um, Nay Smith might just say, yeah, we were a bit, we conceded goals, but listen, you don't go four goals behind if, you, if you're not up against a, a top team. Greg, how yeah. did you see it Sunday, Celtic on fire? Stroll in the park. Yeah. Uh, it, it really was. Um, Celtic performed extremely well. Uh, if I'm Naismith, in particular, the first two goals, I'm extremely disappointed. Look, Celtic play wonderful football, um, but there was no real craft or guile in a straightforward run from O'Reilly. Great finish, mind you. Mm. What a finish. Uh, and, yeah. the, and the same from uh, Hatati, where he ends up then, uh, you know, that, I think one's run off Neuenhoff, the Aussie lad, and the other's run off a of Cochrane. That's basic defending. Uh, and then you're up against it. You're absolutely up against it. And, and Celtic, in all fairness, were like that with the, the cigar. Um, and, and it was it really was a stroll in the park from. I like I like the pass from Palmer into O'Reilly. No, I think no, top. O'Reilly sort of timed his run perfectly. It's such a difficult skill to volley that when it comes over your shoulder. And he's caught it really sweet. Too too good for the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper doesn't expect that to happen. And he plants it straight in the bottom corner. But the ball from Palmer has to be mm. spot on as well, just to get the weight come down and then O'Reilly in you know, not really breaking his stride, hits it with that with that natural left foot that he's got. And that that was a great goal, I have to say that. That that that'll be up there with with uh, when he's talking about the best goals this technique. month. Technique, it's technique. Yeah, because Barry mentioned it last night as well. Around this time, he said, "What a goal it was!" It was. And I said, "What is so difficult on that? Didn't look easy." Yeah, yeah. What what is it, John? What's the technique? It's timing, Paul. Yeah. It's it's um, you know you got to watch that ball. All of a sudden, you lose it for a second because you can't twist your head all the way yeah. around. But you're waiting for it to come over your shoulder, and then it's timing. Not everybody can do it. It's technique. It's timing. Not only to make contact with the ball, but to direct the ball into the bottom corner. It's wonderful. But you know what? If anybody can do that in the Scottish Premiership, it would be Matt O'Reilly. Because he's so good on the ball. He's lovely to watch. His balance, his guile. He's been brilliant. Top goal scorer this season yep, for Celtic. For sure. oh, I think in, in the yeah. Scottish Premiership. He is. Six goals. Yeah. So he's top scorer in the league. Craig, it's great watching that, wasn't it? Did that take you back? Because John sort of mimicked as if Craig, he was doing it. Craig John, tried John, that John, once. John, John, John was never running off me. He nearly broke his ankle. He was never running off me. I'll give you the tip. <laughs> You're going and try and cement him then. But he did. He was like watching John nah, Harsh and he's looking brilliant. at the balls coming uh, over. By the way, <laughs> John, John scored many, many a great goal, but yeah. he, he's, he's spot on there in terms of the... It's, it's technique, Paul. You know, mm. like it's, 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 it's not had to be struck with any pace it's just timing and that then comes back to technique absolutely brilliant finish good forward run but again I'm a defender so sometimes I think what could have the opponent done to okay. to stop that sure. and yep. I th it was a straight it was a straight run I think if if Neuenhoff's a little bit brighter mm. he matches that that then puts O'Reilly under more pressure but a fantastic finish so the Spaniards are in town the plane has landed from Madrid Atletico are here and Brendan Rodgers in front of the cameras and the microphones just a few minutes ago looking forward to the game you're never comfortable it's it's, it's an elite level you, it's a competitive field that we're, we're playing in but, um, but I certainly think that I think from I was here the last time the the players equally gave their all. We're just playing against teams that, with, with the greatest respect, that were better than us. And uh, but this time, I think over the course of the two performances, first one, we um, sadly were down to nine men, but even then, we showed our spirit and, and fight in that game. And, and in the first half, showed our quality. 
in the second game like I said I thought we deserved to win the game but we ended up losing it but like I say we the, the players will come in very motivated we know tomorrow the stadium will be on fire tomorrow night it'll be an amazing atmosphere for us to, to be involved in and, uh, and I can't wait for it Yep, it'll be the Champions League music tomorrow night for the kickoff at eight. John, what are you thinking about the manager there? You can hear how up he is for it. He's saying, yeah, it, it has been tough before, but they are looking forward to this game. Yes, and why, why wouldn't they? You know, yep. Celtic have been in imperious form. They can take really big credit from the Lazio game, where they threw everything at Lazio, crosses into the box, on the front foot, strikers getting chances. They were really under pressure, Lazio. It was one all at the time, and Celtic, credit to them, they didn't settle for a draw. There's an old cliche, Paul, I've said it, if you can't win it, you try not to lose it, yeah. you know, but to be fair, Lazio broke. Great ball in from Guendouzi, and it was Pedro, I think, with a brilliant yeah. header over, over Joe Hart. So, for me, I think a similar second-half performance, and, and Celtic can throw everything at them. They've got nothing else to lose because... I think they need a win. They certainly need yeah. to come away with, with a, a result uh, because they're rock bottom of the group. Yep. I'm looking at the table. You've got Atletico four points, Lazio four points, Feyenoord three points. Now, I know they've got uh, Feyenoord still to come at home. Yep. Uh, but for me, I think they need to get a result if they're going to be competitive and try and get that third spot. I think maybe top two might be just beyond them, but they've got to get back in the mix, Paul, starting with... They've got to go for it. It's, it's, an, it's a very, very difficult fixture. But they're at home and they've beaten big teams at home. They've showed down the years and I suppose from Brendan's point of view, he has to keep his team up and make sure that his team believe they can win. Everyone has to play at their absolute peak, Craig, don't yes. they? Stating yeah. the obvious. Yeah, no, you are. But I mean, you're spot on as well in saying that because Atletico Madrid... Uh, are a top top team um, and have been for many a year they get to the pointy end of the, 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 the Premier competition <laughs> all, all the time uh, so Celtic know exactly what they need to do and, and the level that they need to be able to, be able to compete um, but they, look they, they've got a, a, a real opportunity because I don't think even with the supporters and all that sort of stuff they know they're coming up against real quality um, so the pressure's not really I think on Celtic other than to go out and, and and show what you're capable of. Don't be don't be afraid of um, Atletico Madrid. Don't be you know Griezmann, uh, sure. Morata and co. Go out and play your game. Celtic will create chances. There's no doubt about that. And if they can get that that first goal in this game, Paul, there's no reason why they couldn't go on and get a, get a victory at home. Regan's on the line. A big Celtic fan. Good evening, Regan. Paul, it's good to be on. How are you? Great to hear good you, Regan. Thanks, yes. Regan. Do you fear them? Um. I think Celtic are playing very well at the moment, Paul, and I think it's a very good opportunity. So I see it that way. Yeah. Uh, Athletic Madrid are a very good team, but hopefully Celtic can do something. Um, I made the point to you guys last week that Celtic have not won a big match in Europe for, probably for a very long time. So Celtic need to go there and do it tomorrow for me. And do you think they will, Regan? I think it'll be very close. Um, I think it'll probably be 2-1 to Atletico, but... Yeah, I think it's one of these opportunities that, that these are the games that Brendan Rodgers was brought back to Celtic for, Paul, because no disrespect, but Brendan won a, a treble with Celtic and then went down to England to, to do very well. So he's back here to do well in Europe, and I'm sure in the back of his mind, he's thinking if Celtic can beat Atletico tomorrow and then they beat Feyenoord in the very last match, then he's got a, a, a very big chance of... Um, 
playing in the Europa. In the, uh, in the Europa League, yeah. if they can get your third, yeah. yeah. Regan, what do you think? I, I, I'm a little bit more, I say, I say confident. I think I'm a little bit more, I've got a bit more belief because Carter Vickers is back in. Yeah. He missed the Lazio game. Um, sorry, he came, came on, on sub yeah. against Lazio. He missed the away game at Feyenoord. He glues that back four together for me alongside Scales now as well. I think Scales will start. Good phrase, so, John. I like that. You know, if, yeah. you, if you look about it, I think Palmer will start yeah. as well because he's been on fire. Maeda on the yeah. other side gives everything Kyogo down the middle uh, and you know what the middle three will be. So for me, he makes a huge difference and I was going to go on to say they've got Morata and Griezmann, yep. two top strikers, both play for their country, respectively Spain and France. But for me, uh, Reagan defensively that's where Celtic in these big games sometimes um, the opposition is just a little bit too clever you know um, and I just think with those players back with the back four especially um, Cameron Carter Vickers just makes them that little bit stronger defensively and 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 that's where for me I don't I don't I'm not concerned overly about scoring goals yeah. I think Celtic will create chances and score it's keeping the door shut at the, at the yeah. other end that for me is key here's a little bit more from your manager Regan he's been speaking about yeah they were unlucky against Lazio I mean nobody would dispute yeah, that yeah that is one factor I think if you look over the course of numbers of years if you're not winning then it's a little bit more than that you know but but certainly we, we do everything we, we possibly can to create our own luck there's many factors it's, but like I said we can be pleased with the performance level and I think that's always the start point for me you know if you can perform well then that is always going to give you a a greater chance to uh, uh, to win games, and I think that uh, we can get in and perform well tomorrow. We know the task; it's a it's a fantastic team that we're playing against, one of the the best in the world. But as I've said before, we don't have to be the best team in the world to win. You know, we just need to to educate our pressure, play well. You have to ride your luck a little bit as well. But hopefully, everything all combined with the supporters, we can have a great night, and uh, and certainly we'll be given everything to to get the result we want. And Regan, you've seen a lot of improvement in recent weeks and uh, a great win for Celtic on Sunday in a game that could have been tough. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's been Celtic's best showing since Brendan's back, I think, Paul. I mean, it was a great performance um, and I thought, uh, if you look at Celtic's fixtures, they've been away to Aberdeen. They've, play, they've played at the Tony Macaronia Stadium, which has been very difficult for them. They've played a very good Motherwell team uh, and they've also been away... Stephen Ace's side on Sunday, so the Celtic. Regan, Regan, I come in. They've been away to Ibrox and they've been away to Aberdeen as well. Yeah. So don't yeah. forget that. Part. Said, yeah, he said Aberdeen there, but you're right, Ibrox as well. Yeah, I mean the fixture list in that regard didn't look to be kind to them. But my goodness, away from home, they've been uh, on top form. Who particularly? Do you want to name a few of them, Regan, that you're really impressed yeah. with? Yeah, for me it was Palmer. I think he's really shown the last few weeks that he's. He's um, going to replace Jota. I think he's been he's been really impressive. If you're thinking of uh, centre back, I would uh, talk about skills because for me, skills with, with someone that John will know intrigues as well. It's very difficult in these big clubs to uh, put your stamp on the team, especially when you've got a lot of established players there. And he's really did that very well. So I've been impressed with him. 
Yeah, and I mean, Craig, you know about good defender skills. Has been weighing in with some good performances. No, he's done very well. Uh, very good as well, Paul. I like that. Uh, yeah. No, he's he's, he's been he's, <laughs> he's been uh, he's been very very good. Like I says, he's taken the opportunity uh, with both hands, and he's put himself in a situation yeah. now where I, I think um, he's he's one of the first names down on the team sheet for Brendan Rodgers, I believe. Yeah. I, I I agree. I think he stays in now. I think he stays in the team. I know you got Dabrowski and Lager Bielka yeah. and Young Welsh and. Um, the other Matt Phillips well. who Nat came Phillips on loan from, yeah. from Liverpool yeah. um, so you know he keeps putting in the yeah. performances he's putting in then there's no reason to take him out you know and, and, and besides that he's naturally left-sided yeah. and in his performances he, he's looked like he's been in there for years he's looked very very comfortable in there but you know the other good thing about this John and you'll uh, completely understand this uh, in terms of when you get that opportunity and you go in and you take that opportunity as Scales has done mm. And more importantly, then you're able to keep the jersey. Uh, I think that that also sets the tone for the for the rest of the squad. You know that yes, there is opportunity. If you can go in and take that, then it's it's, it's yours to give away. Yeah, some totally some, some some managers will drip them in, but then go boom, you're straight back out again. Brendan Rodgers is stuck with scales. Yeah, I totally agree. He's absolutely right, and it's a case of now. He's earned the shirt. His performances have showed this level is not a problem for him. And um, certainly he stays in. And that's a credit to the manager as well, to keep backing a player. I always felt if I scored and played well, yeah. I wanted to play the next game. Don't take me out. I yeah. don't want to be rested. You know, strikers yeah. live on their goals. Strikers, confidence. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah. nobody wanted to rest. Yeah. Sometimes the manager has to take the pressure off and say, look, well, I am taking you out. I think you need this. I think you need that. But from a personal opinion point of view if you're playing well you don't want to come out of the team it's just it's momentum as well you want to stay in there Riggie can we ask you a question as a Celtic fan who'll be there tomorrow night are you bothered about the strip that they wear is it a red rag to you if they wear that red strip replicating what they wore in that shameful game 51 years ago no um, as long as um, I don't know I don't know what i what uh, from the world as long as uh, Celtic put on a good performance and it's a, it's a very good game it doesn't really bother me well, I'm surprised you UEFA even allows it to happen because it could entice sort of the Celtic fans I know we're going back a number of years and yeah. you know it shouldn't really bother the players what what tops or what kit Atletico Madrid are wearing but you got UEFA they step in on every other blinking Yep. sort of mm-hmm. subject this and that they banning play, banning sure. things and they finding this that and the other and you've got a team that are saying they're, they're commemorating football's dirtiest ever game and they're wearing they're wearing a kit that the, the, the 1974 game against a European Cup semi-final similar yeah. are they wearing something to commemorate that game yeah I'm, I'm surprised this is allowed to happen just looking at the paper there, Regan, you can see some of the players coming out at that time. Billy McNeil, Davy Hay, Kenny Douglish, some top, top Celtic names. I want to go. Absolutely. Uh, so, are you still thinking narrow defeat or having heard John Hartson there? Are you, what, do you, what do you reckon? Um, uh, if I was to go over ahead, I'd probably say narrow defeat. But John and Craig have twisted my arm, Paul. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to say... To, uh, 2-1 to Celtic, Paul. Yeah. Well done, Regan. Reagan, thanks very much for calling. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. Just- 
The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go! This time tomorrow night, 60,000 Celtic fans will be heading for the East End for Celtic against Atletico Madrid. And then on Thursday, it's an away game, but Barry's going to be there. He was with us last night. He's going to be over there in Prague. Sparta Prague against Rangers. I need, I need to have a word with Barry. I remember I used to get all those trips, John. Yeah, he's enjoying now, now, his now Barry's, ambassador. Barry's taking my, he's taking my trips. Yeah, he's enjoying heading <laughs> yeah. over there for the game. That's going to be some match. We're going to hear from Philip Clement shortly. And I want your take on the weekend, yes. Craig, and John as well. Is it the start of something special for Rangers? Celtic, uh, they're hitting their straps now under Brendan Rodgers. Another big win at the weekend. But what about tomorrow night then? Paul has dialed 0808 17 17 700 in Kirkintilla. Good evening, Paul. Hey, hi. Hi, Paul. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hi, How are you Paul? on, Paul? Yeah, good. How are you after Sunday? Ah, <laughs> uh, it was enjoyable. Uh, it's starting to look, uh, looking quite slick. Mm. Uh, it's it's looks like they are starting to really understand the system where Angie's system I'm not criticising them at all was got to the left yeah. but it was almost an organised chaos at times yeah. uh, and I think now <laughs> some of the players are beginning to see that Brendan Rodgers is one of them to do and uh, no I wasn't I wasn't over the moon when I'm coming in I'll be honest but uh, I can't fault him really now for what he's done, and that's really all I want him to do is to, to make the team better. And uh, I don't just want to make this about Brendan Paul. Um, just to go back to him for for a couple of seconds, um, didn't you not think he was the right man for the job? Like a lot of other people, I, I certainly did, and I wasn't happy when when he obviously when he. Uh, when he left, um, like thousands and thousands of other Celtic fans, um, but I just think when when we were looking for another manager after Ange, who'd done so well, I think Brendan almost fitted the bill for me. Absolutely, surely he was a, he was the best option and safest option. Yep. Because you take a risk when you bring somebody else that doesn't understand. Of course, I think Paul, what you're saying, well, John's asking you, um, well, what do you feel on it now? It's surely about what Celtic do. Under Brendan Rodgers, and reluctantly, some in fact, some of the, the away fans were chanting his name at the end of the game. I thought that was significant. Mm. Paul, did you? Well, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm man enough to admit that it was just, it was just such a that's probably been, and I'm, I'm, I'm 46, that's probably been in, in all the years of Celtic with Brendan going, uh, Ange going, yeah. and Brendan coming back in. That that was some of the most bizarre times supporting myself to support it. And it's just because look, you're so entrenched in the club, it's just it's you're just you're just kinda of, kind of fanatical, you know. Yeah. But then you're an adult obviously, you need to take the kinda of, you try to take the, the emotions out of it and I mean Brendan Rodgers is known as a as an elite coach, so yeah. pretty quick, pretty quick kinda of, oh. have a word to yourself and say, Look, do you know what? Yes, he is the, the kind of best candidate for the job and a standard that manager in Scotland you can't really argue no. Paul can't argue can't argue at all in terms of what Brendan has done domestically uh, I think the same argument or, or debate uh, was, was present when Ange was, was, was with Celtic how can they improve and turn performances into points into progression into uh, European football because I think 
domestically, it's all about the domestic success that gives you that opportunity. But um, yeah. Celtic supporters surely want to see better in Europe. <laughs> well, do you know, Craig, under, I was at all the games last, or the European games last season. Yeah. I'll be at all the games this season as well. And when you're standing, it's great going forward. It's great going forward. Mm. It's sometimes I wish they would just park the bus. Mm. You yeah. know, like the, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Lazio game. See, as soon as Palmer scored the goal, it, it, they, they let him celebrate it about four times yeah. before the VAR cut it off. You could almost sense that they were just going to go up the end of the park and score. Did you, Paul, uh, did you feel, oh, here we go? Yeah. I, 100%. Yeah. And I just thought, I thought the substitution, I thought, bring bring Carla Vickers on, but don't take a, a midfielder off, take an attacker off, just shut the door. And I think that's the thing that when you're standing in the game, it's great going forward, great mm. going forward. And to be fair, like Craig said, and was the same as well, yeah. these teams, especially the Italian teams, they just seem to sense when they've got you in the back foot. Yeah. Like, so Celtic are going gung-ho, gung-ho, gung-ho. And in situations like that, they're knackered, they're the wind taking it themselves when they go get dropped off. You can, mm. I can sense that the goal was coming. Uh, so it's, what it's, you, it's a balance, yeah. it's a balance, Paul. Remember we were watching the game, the Celtic against better, so we're 2-0 yeah, up. Indeed. 2-0 up away, away from home. Yeah. And you're going, right, yeah. come on. Like, you know, like now is about being smart. Uh, and I and I think yeah. that managers want to be brave, but again I understand that. But you know, you you away from home, two two goals ahead. That's a very strong position that you shouldn't you shouldn't really be giving up. So Celtic, I'm telling you now, Celtic will get probably more opportunities tomorrow night than Atletico Madrid. It's about Celtic being able to maximise and and take those moments because yeah. that's Atletico Madrid might get two chances in the night. They'll score one. Yeah. Paul, what, how would you like to see them attack the game tomorrow night? That's the wrong word, attack. Tackle the game. <laughs> well, do you know what, Paul? You see the Lazio game when we went one up, and we'll, we'll, we'll create chances against any team in the world. We'll miss sitters, right? But I just want it to be switched on, and I just want to maybe... It, I mean, there's got to be guys. I'm no particular bothered. Seen with my son, David Overman, seen Griezmann and Maratta and that. Yeah. You just need to be a bit cute and a bit sure. film at proper time. I mean, I don't know, try to say half them or kill them, but you just need to be a bit wiser about it. And I think this is where kind of top managers know as well. Mm-hmm. Like, kill the game a wee bit. Kill it's uh, the actual game, a one each draw would have been respectable. I know we want to win, but it's much better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Just John, have the clubs sure. and each in Europe and stuff okay. as well. John, is this where Brendan Rogers will start to put his stamp on it? I know it's a mm-hmm. tough game tomorrow, but you'll see his experience. Yes, but I also think we we can't just um, think of the two centre backs here and say that they, they've got to be better. They've got you know, you've got to stop balls coming into your box at source. You um, Taylor on the left. It's, got to stop you've got to work so hard to stop balls coming in McGregor O'Reilly in the middle of the park someone's got to get across an intercept they've got to be disciplined stop balls going into Morata and Griezmann will kill you if he gets on the half turn and gets spun and he's facing Celtic's goal you can't have that and that's not down to the back two that's down to the midfield and playing through the midfield Johnson 
on the right, Alistair Johnson. Terrific going forward. Does well defensively as well. But he's got to make sure on his side that the the Palmer's got to run back and and defend with him. They've got to double up on certain individuals. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's all them sort of things that lead to Celtic's goals they concede. You can't just look at the two centre backs, but you know, and obviously when we do get opportunities, I agree with Paul and Craig. I think we will. Maeda's very clever. Palmer, Kyogo's a wonderful finisher. Sixty goals in ninety-five games now, so give him opportunities. Scored a great goal against Lazio. One chance really in the game. That's all he had. He was quiet apart from that. Um, so for me, it's it's working as a unit, not just at looking at. You know, one or two things that ball's bouncing in the box, and I know the goal came from a set piece against Lazio. Yep. Another set piece, yeah. we got defend properly That's when that ball key. comes in the box, and it wasn't the first one, Paul. We never reacted properly. It was, it was the second one that we got to react to. Um, so for me, it's easy to say, "Ah, well, the back three, the back four. You got to stop balls coming into your box, whether it's through the middle or whether it's from wide areas." Here's Greg Taylor. He had this to say about what's he learned from the Lazio game. This um, at great length we all have. We know that uh, you get punished for um, slight mistakes, and equally we want to uh, try and play our football. We want to um, get on the ball, create as many chances at home. So yeah, it'll be about doing the two things. And a bit from the manager on facing adversity, which Celtic have in Europe. You know, adversity is uh, some of the best learning that you that you have, and that uh, the pain of that. It was. You know, it was numbing at the end because we, we we didn't feel we deserved that, and the supporters were great for us in the evening. They they would have seen everything that we were trying to do in the game. But as I said, I'm not here to, and I don't want to be taking condolences after after losing games of football. But I respect the level that we're at, and uh, and it's up to us to try and see if we can uh, uh, be more progressive in our results in order to to push forward. Paul, having heard all that, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow night? Well, I hope, I think, I, I don't know, as Brendan, I wouldn't tell you that about respecting opponents. Uh, look, I'm happy for Celtic to be the Harlem Globetrotters in the league and the other night, but I, I would just wish that we would set up a wee bit more like a tournament team. But I, I remember listening to, it was uh, when Larson played with Sweden, and the Sweden manager spoke about how they played and they set up they, set, they weren't the best team in the world and they knew it so they would set up mm-hmm. defensive banks they knew that they would get two or three chances in a game and they would have to take some of the chances because they were a top class striker I think we need to set up a wee bit in Europe like a tournament team but we've not got the players we're not as good players as your PSGs and Athletic Madrid yeah. so I just wanted to switch on that a wee bit brighter about it. I think, I, I think, I, Paul, I, I, I feel your pain as well because, like I says, I've, I've been involved in football a long, long time and this this new uh, fad fashion, attack, 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 attack. And that's great if you're always going to score more than the rest, your man cities and, and the like. But otherwise, I, I think that you've got to have the balance right. You've got to box clever. So, for example, we heard uh, Taylor there speaking. I tell you what, defensively, his role tomorrow night is going to be so important because Murata is a fantastic header of the ball, loves to get on the shoulders of central defenders. So the position of fullbacks, both Taylor and Johnson, is key. Is key to make sure that they get in nice and close to their central defenders because they will deliver balls into the box. 
And I, I just think that in the top competition, when you manage to have that moment or opportunity, 20, 30 minutes, and you get a couple of goals, now you can start to let the game breathe a little bit. You don't need to force the game. You can let them come onto you. You can transition them. Yes, and, and the only other way, really, Brendan could go if if he was going to set up more defensively, which I don't think he will. I think Ange and Brendan are very similar in terms of front foot. Get on the ball, create chances. Yes, of course, you want to defend well, but he leaves the onus on the players to defend well. And when you attack... Um, You've got to throw numbers forward. You know the wing backs have to get up and, and make overloads. And you know you like asking Taylor to work, which he does. He works brilliantly with Maeda on that left hand side. Johnson to overlap Palmer, get balls in the box, and then expecting Hitati or Riley then to flood the opposition box. But what happens is then, Paul, these top teams will counter you. They're fantastic on the counter. They'll cheat. Griezmann won't come back. Mm-hmm. Griezmann will just play in the little pocket or just off the other side of the halfway line. He picks a ball up and then you're under pressure. So the only way they could do it is if they went to 4-4-2, which I don't think they will. You know, you'd have Johnson, Carter, Liam Scales, and then you play McGregor, O'Reilly, Maeda, Palmer. Then you play Hitati just off Kyogo. Then what Paul's saying, you've got two banks of four. You're a little bit more defensively because you've got two players like McGregor and O'Reilly sitting in front of the back four. But maybe if you do that, that goes against maybe Brendan, uh, Brendan's philosophy, the way he went. Ange was always 4-3-3, never changed for anything. Always 4-4-3. That's what he used in, at all his clubs, got success. So the only way he could do it is play 4-4-2 or Hitati just off Kyogo but I, I, don't, I can't see that Paul and yet he will know he might have to do something differently to change the outcome mm-hmm. Greg Taylor was asked about the comparison between you know football under Ange and Brendan I think we're playing very similar styles of football with and without the ball it's a high press in terms of we're trying to get the ball back quickly and when we have the ball we're trying to hurt teams so I don't think the styles are drastic there's that many differences there'll be small pointers that we'll work on in training but over a whole there's not many big changes Paul before you go what do you think what's your scoreline well in hindsight say what John and Craig have saying maybe Celtic should just go and try to do it in Morocco I'm only kidding do you know what it's eternal optimist I'd love a, I'd love a win I just don't want to get embarrassed I just don't want I want something well, I'll say this we're due a result in Europe a decent result in Europe yeah. the last decent result in Europe was against Lazio yep. in Rome we went at home but I think we're due we're due and I think I think they, if they took the switch on if they've got a pain in their head I think I'm not saying we're as good a team as uh, Atletico Madrid but obviously no. not but I just hope they manage the game that's respectable and maybe Nick Allen are you bothered about the strip there wearing the replica of the 74 game of shame? It's just a wee bit bad taste, isn't it? It's just, yeah. mm. Yeah, I suppose good that's phrase. just... Good phrase, yeah. We are... We are uh, yeah. I know, we, we think we're big boys in Europe and that, but we're not really. Yeah. You Paul, know, we're just kind of... Yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, 
Thanks so much oh, for calling. Cheers, Paul. Thanks, for thanks call. a lot, Paul. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. Yes. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Switch to clean, renewable energy and reduce your bills by up to 70%. Let's go. Yeah, it was a big weekend for the West with Kelly having a great win. 3-1 against Livingston. Rangers kicking off the weekend with that four-goal victory over Hibs and then Celtic on Sunday. 4-1 at Tynecastle. I'm not sure what clubs are thinking about trying to reduce the number of away fans. Doesn't seem to be working so far, John, does it? It was, mm. you, you mentioned it earlier, uh, there were spaces at the Hearts End where yeah. more Celtic fans would have been. They hadn't sold it out mm. and then of course many fans left early. Well, that that's the word, Paul. It, it's yeah. just um, unusual, you know, you, why? If you're not filling the stadium yeah. with your own fans, you, I can see that point. Um, only giving Celtic 500 if your ground is completely jam-packed, mm-hmm. say jam-packed, it's a jam heart. Oh, oh, oh hey, hey, you missed jam, that one. You missed jam. that one. Oh, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if if your ground is completely, you know, yeah, jam-packed, packed, packed yeah. to the roof to the rooftops, yeah. and then Celtic are squeezed in five hundred, and you yeah. want to get more of your own supporters in naturally, and they've sold season tickets. But if there's spaces all over the ground, uh, and and you think to yourself, well. You know, you contradict yourself, you know, because you you haven't filled the stadium. You know, you haven't used the other two and a half thousand tickets that you've left Celtic not with. Sure. So for me, it's like, I don't know. I don't know why they'd come to that conclusion. And also, if it's going wrong for the home team, it's kind of embarrassing, isn't it? Because the fans are not happy, some of them go away, mm-hmm. and it gives the opposition where you've come into the kind of lion's den, but yeah. it kind of works yeah, then, I, yeah? It's It'll be interesting to see how Celtic yeah. respond to that. Uh, against Hearts yeah. it's worked well, away said. it's worked away for me in a direction that uh, I think I said last week that I, I'm not overly delighted with because no, sure. I think the game of football uh, has a place for home and away support uh, and it's just sad to see that it looks as if it's been phased out it was 50,000 at Rangers on Saturday mm. it was uh, Philippe Clement the start of his yes. chapter this is something he said afterwards after the 4-0 win he was asked um, and, well he was kind of told that was impressive wasn't it impressed is a, is a big word I'm happy I'm happy about the result I'm happy that the seeds that we planted this week uh, in the two days or the days before with the guys who were here that the team uh, is trying to do them as good as possible I still saw a lot of details we can we can make better, but I've seen a team uh, really, really stayed well in the structure, made the runs also without ball, also the tempo that, that we played. And the most important thing for me was the reaction after losing ball or after missing a chance. Our reactions were good and that's a crucial part in, uh, in modern football. Craig Moore, mm-hmm. former Rangers great. What did you learn then from Rangers under Philippe Clement? Um, that the players have got some ability that hasn't been shown in recent weeks for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've seen, uh, he, he touches on structure there and I think that that's very, very important. Rangers looked uh, compact through, throughout. Uh, you know, he also touches on the reaction in, in terms of losing the ball and how quickly they worked. To, so so the, the basics that were not in place or, or not working... Um, were in place come at the weekend. Look, Rangers weren't unbelievable, Paul, at the weekend, but they they, they won convincingly. And, and you know, Clement has, has come in. Um, he's got off to a perfect start. What I like about him is he's he's, he's kind of set boundaries in, in in a way. And what I mean by that is, um, impressive is a big word. We're not going to get carried away. Like he's he's reining things in. Uh, he knows that there's still so much more that can be. 
and brought out of this squad, I think physically in terms of personnel, players' fitness, injuries, I think that's an angle that he would look to and love to improve and he will do. And then it's like anything, um, you know, you, you get on a run of results and, and, and confidence kind of uh, grows. Yeah. But again, he's right to say, let's not get carried away. Hibs were nice and open. It was a good game for Rangers yeah. because Hibs looked to play John. They, yeah. they you know, the way they they didn't look to Hoofer. They didn't sit in. Uh, so it was a good it was a good matchup for Ooh. Rangers to be able to uh, play and get their their moments. Seema done well. Oh, yeah, and I don't think he's I don't think yeah. he's a winger, yeah. um, but uh, he's he's shown up and, and has done quite well in a in a time of need for Rangers. Yeah, I, I think from a from a, from Philippe um, Clermont's point of view, uh, first game. Only had two or three days at the club, probably had a day and a half to work with the players. Not a lot of time. He's picked the team and they've gone out and they won for him. I think it was important for him that um, they, they got some sort of positive result and they've gone and done that. You know, the team have got two goals. Um, they've won 4-0, kept a clean sheet, all set up. Now it'll be a totally different game, different atmosphere, different competition when they go to Sparta Prague on Thursday night. And he'll want his team to perform. Obviously, he has to set them out again. I would imagine he might go with the same team. Um, he's got one or two options that, that he can use. He's got several. He's got a decent-sized squad. Um, so this is when we'll see him sort of changing different ways of looking at things in terms of formation systems when they of go course. away from home in Europe. Obviously, more attacking ways, which he needs to be. No need to play five like Michael Beale was doing at, at Rangers. Play three at the back at home. That's ridiculous. You know, you're losing a play, losing somebody going forward. You don't need three defenders when you're at home. Surely, taking on a team like Motherwell or St. Mirren, you know, no disrespect to them, but normally you 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 play with a back four and you, you do utilise other players you, you've got. So for me, it's a good start. He'll be delighted with, with the Rangers players, but um, they'll need to convince him again on Thursday at a tough place like Sparta Prague. One of the question marks is about Barisic, of course, well, who was injured. Up, yeah. yeah, this is what he said afterwards. I don't know yet what is the situation. So we will see. And uh, we will see if he will be ready or not. I cannot say anything about that. We need to make a good examination of that. And Craig, as you well know, Yilmaz is not in yeah. the European squad. So Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a big problem because... Yeah. Uh, Barisic comes off quite early on in the mm. in, in the match, yeah. which to me could only look like a, a hamstring uh, or a muscle kind of issue. And unfortunately, those those bad boys don't they, they don't heal overnight. They don't heal overnight. They're seven to ten days. So I think that uh, Divine can play on the the left side. Um, so look, there, there, there's cover there. As John said, very interesting to see how he's going to set up uh, away yeah. from home, in particular in Europe. Uh, but um, like I says, I, I think it's, it's it's been a positive enough start. Um, the energy is good. The structure is important. Uh, but this is very early. Here's a bit more from him. He was asked about the positives. We have still a, a lot of job to do, but I'm really happy about the reaction and how fast the synergy between players and fans was back today. And it's because the team started in the way I wanted them to start, with directly high pressing, with creating chances, or creating corners because we were that high and we were trying to, to score goals. And then uh, the fans followed and they, they stayed on top of the players in a positive way until the end. And that needs to be our strength for the next couple of months, also in the more difficult moments. 
of course, Cyril Dezers, much criticised, got a goal. He's spoken, and he spoke really well yesterday, as you know, about the pressure that's been surrounding him and the team. I try not to be focused too much on scoring. Uh, like I said, like I, I just want to do, do some things right for the team, and then I know the goals will follow. I, uh, maybe you guys didn't see me score that much, but I scored my whole life. I know I can score goals. Um, if I do the things right, I will everywhere on each level I will make my goals and, and I'm sure this will happen at ranges as well but I need to do the right things and I'm sure this coach and this team will help me with that and hopefully then yeah we can enjoy uh, all together yeah I, th- I think I think he might make a couple of changes for Thursday you know he's got options as he's got Danilo who didn't start Cantwell didn't start but did okay when yeah. he came on lovely reverse ball uh, for oh, the sweet, goal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Seema probably plays after his double. You know, he'll be full of confidence. Ryan Jack, Lundstrom started at the weekend. Ryan Jack didn't start, so fresher legs maybe coming on, sitting in front of the back four. So there's loads of things he can do. One, one, one sorry, but one thing he did is, is he only had one. When you call it a pivot, a six, a holding midfielder, um, whereas previously Michael Beale went with a couple at times at home. Uh, you know, Lundstrom and Jack. Uh, what, he maybe a bit too cautious. He wasn't. So I'd be interested to see whether he, again in this 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 game in Europe, uh, if he if he just goes with the one holding midfielder, right? Because I think mm. I, th- I think that's enough. If you've got a back four in yeah, place, you, you, yeah, but you can have the two, but you can give them license to go forward. Yeah, but you know it doesn't always stay as a as a back six, does it? You you have you have two, you know, yeah. them defensive molded types, but you have one. That'll break from his position. And as long, as long as they're doing that, like I said, be a lot of the time, even with under Michael Beale, mm. those two were, ser- were searching for the ball. Oh, oh, you right. know, so, right, yeah. so you're right, they need to, to get themselves forward. Can you believe that's half-time? Your chance now during the news to call John Hartson, Craig Moore, Paul Cooney, the number, you know it, 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go! Tuesday night, Paul Cooney with Craig Moore and John Hartson. Lots of your calls coming in and your comments on the socials as well at Go Football Show. A lot of Celtic fans coming on. Uh, And a Hearts fan has been on, Douglas has been on, from the capital, from the east, saying, I would rather see empty heart seats than hear some of the singing that comes from, well, in this case, he was talking about Celtic fans there, so he would rather have empty seats there. Greg, a Celtic fan has been on about tomorrow night, so Celtic against Atletico. Uh, Greg says, big CCV, Carter Vickers, will keep Maratta quiet, and the ginger Maldini, <laughs> Liam Scales, will have Griezmann in his back pocket. He's got a laughing face there. 2-1. To the hoops is what well, he's saying. At least Scales is left-footed, <laughs> like Maldini. Yeah. Uh, that's probably about the only comparison I can actually say right now. I think Scales has got great yeah. potential, great sure. great talent, fitted into Celtic really well on that left-hand side. And uh, 
He's doing brilliantly, but um, Maldini is yeah. one of yeah. the best ever in the yeah. world, you know. Yeah. Would you have one of his shirts there? I yeah, I swapped shirts with him at um, Celtic when we played AC, played AC Milan yeah. um, quite a few times. Mm. And uh, I remember swapping shirts with the great Maldini and uh, he's retired that shirt. Only his yeah. son can wear it, but the, the disappointing thing was uh, it's not signed. Okay. So yeah. I might have a trip over to Milan sure, one day and get sure, him to sure sign it. it. You sure it's a. a <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is, yeah. Yeah, my brother went to it a few years ago, called in the superstore at the San Giro and just got one off the shelf. <laughs> Next couple of days are going to be massive, aren't they? Rangers in action on Thursday night. It's a 5.45 kickoff. So on the programme here, we'll keep you right up to date with Sparta Prague against Rangers. Clement's first, well, second game with Rangers, but first European, obviously. Uh, and Aberdeen are up against Pauk at Petordry. Tough Later game. On, tough. I take it that's like, uh, Pauk, we've, we've obviously seen yeah, them against indeed. Hearts. Yeah. Um, I, I remember my experiences. They're, they're, they're a tough, tough team. Uh, be a, a great test for Aberdeen. And again, at home, though, I still feel that the, you know, the Scottish teams at home, you've got every opportunity uh, to go and get a result. Am, am I right in saying Alec McLeish once managed... Um, Alex, maybe McCauley. briefly there. Not we'll sure. check it and see. Okay. Yeah. He did briefly sure. uh, manage in Belgium, of course. So Brendan Rodgers back at Celtic, Alex. and one of the big things must have been the fact that well, his affinity with the club, but it was surely Champions League football. Elite manager mm-hmm. back at Celtic would love to take something from the game tomorrow night. He's been speaking about how the squad is evolving. It's just development. It's just patience and time. I think the uh, there's been numbers of changes within the in the squad. I think you've also got players getting back to a level of fitness as well. You know, if you think if you looked at the team where it was at at the beginning and the team now, it's it, it's a different team and it's at, at a different level of fitness as well. So um, so that and just the the constant work and and the players wanting to develop and improve. Sees we're, we're playing with a you know, a greater speed and greater intensity in our game. And you can see that, can't you, John? The intensity, yeah. oh, the speed. Improving yeah. all the time. Uh, and they're closing down and everything else and all working together. Uh, they're all in sort of sync, if you like. Defensively, he's getting a few important players back. They're getting fit. And they tell me that Roski's ready to come in. Uh, he's been fit for a week or two. Um, Taylor, you know, working on that. Yeah. And I, th- I think sometimes, Paul, it's about partnerships as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I think McGregor and, and Hitati in the middle of the park, O'Reilly's allowed to drift, if you like, and get himself in the box. You look at Taylor and Mayeda on the left, they work very, very good together. And then, of course, Palmer, still early days, obviously, but I think everybody's delighted he's getting a run. You can see the quality that he has. And then you've got Alistair Johnson and, and Palmer down the right side. It's those... It's those little partnerships all over the pitch as well that that, that can be very important. Greg Taylor was uh, asked, we'll find out in a moment. Greg, on you go. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just saying how, how funny uh, football can be at times. Mm. You look at the start of the season, Turnbull. Yeah, uh, Turnbull right. doing really, really well. Uh, and, then, uh, and then all of a sudden, he, he's not been, been in the fold. Um, it's just it's just crazy. The scales, no one was talking about scales. Scales potentially is going to yeah. be out the door. He's coming at a wonderful start. Yeah. Football changes all the time. It, it does. really does. It certainly does. And you've got to take your opportunities. Greg Taylor's been speaking about his return from injury. Yeah, I think that's a, the big part. We've had a lot of injuries at the start of the season, which never helps, especially a new team. But um, I think just as the, the games have 
went on. Um, we're getting gradually stronger. We're uh, we're gelling better, and we're we're playing the type of football that we want. So hopefully that will be the the theme of the season as it goes on. And the difference between league and Europe, especially Champions League. Yeah, I think uh, in terms of level, you uh, you definitely get punished for mistakes. Um, you you can't make as many mistakes, and the, the the tempo of the game's quicker. You need to do it. Maybe whether in domestically you can take two and three touches. It has to be one or two touches. Um, so there is um, there is moments such as that, but we're also a team that wants to dominate the ball domestically and Europe. So that's what we're going to try and do throughout the European campaign. You know, I'd love to see. Yeah, heart rate, heart rate mm-hmm. before SPO game. Uh, and heart rate before uh, a European game because personally, right the 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 game, the moment, the pressure intensifies massively from what I remember. So it'd be interesting to see that. Yeah, that definitely. That... But you've got to embrace it. You know, you've got to embrace it, Craig. We embraced it. You know, we come up against Carnivaro. You come up against Nesta. You're coming up against great players, and you've got to think it's a challenge. If you're in, in in inferior, or if you're sort of um, scared a little bit or whatever, don't turn up. Don't don't go and play. Yeah. Then tell a manager I don't really fancy it. Don't go out there and let her be down. Go out there and compete. Yes, he's on yeah. twenty times more money than you. Yes, he's more famous than you. Yes, he's playing for Italy and he's playing for AC Milan or Bayern Munich and whatever it is, Barcelona. But if you don't think you can compete and have a fight with him and and beat him in terms of one on one, sort of you know get the better of him, and the more players on your side, do you think Henrik Larsson was in fear of anybody? Yeah. Do you think Paul Lambert was in fear of anybody on the pitch? Michael Loudrup, Paul Gascoigne, yeah. were they in fear of anybody? <laughs> John no. Hartson, were you? Well, that's what I mean. Right, yeah. When you take to the pitch. Against yeah. these superstars like Griezmann and Morata played in the World Cup, people like that. Paul, you can't be inferior of people. It's a challenge. Imagine Liam Scale tomo- yeah. Scales tomorrow night marks Morata out of the game. Let's just see what happens. His stock goes through the roof. Yeah. Do you know? So that's the way you've got to go into these games with that mindset. Otherwise, what's the point? Not many of them were much more famous than you, and they're not in twenty times what you were on John Hartson, in the former they were. Arsenal. Oh. Were they? Yeah. Well, I think Costa yeah. Curta was on a few quid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maldini might be on a few uh, quid. Wow. Yeah. Craig, what about the passion from the big man there? But you've been the same. The dog might let us know though about what you were saying. I get your point there about the heart rate. John gave a great spiel in terms of yeah. you, 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 the way that you go into matches. Of course, you go in a hundred percent believing that you can yeah. go on. And win yep. a game of football. Yep. Uh, but the heart rate would be interesting. They've got everything else nowadays, John. Yep. What about the heart rate? <laughs> the exactly. start I think yeah. you're right. And I think the heart rate will be a lot more in terms of this big Champions League game than if you, you play in a, a, a respective um, premiership game because you know really what's at stake. It's Europe. The world is watching. And, and, and definitely because you're, you're really up for these games as well you're really up for can them I, can I ask one question yeah. Yeah. Really the very quick. Best. as long as he answers to you yeah. Yeah, it's, he had, he had, it's really really yeah. quick how many times when you were in Scotland did you play not 100% fit Oh well, I I played a, I played the whole season with a bad back. Yeah, yeah. That's but so then in in terms of uh, the the follow up question to that is, you play a European football at the top top level. If you're not a hundred percent fit, oh oh my God, you oh, could get caught out big it shows, time. Yeah. Did you ever do that, Craig? Did you ever you know hoping you, know you know were what? fully D- domestically? Fit? There were times when um, you could 
you could cruise through a game as a striker. John could cruise through a game at Celtic and certain games at, at Rangers when you you know you've, you're winning a game convincingly as a defender. You, you could also uh, cruise through a game. I remember playing a game against Man United in the Champions League uh, with a with a, a hamstring issue. I tell you what, I didn't cruise through the game. We got absolutely terrorised early doors. What was that? Was that, um, that been Van Nistelrooy? Uh, Diego Forlan scored early oh, doors. Yeah, come off by hamstring so the, the step up from the domestic stuff to that European level mm. can't emphasise enough how big it is mm. how big it is because like I said Celtic could go uh, Paul t- uh, tomorrow night they could go against Atletico Madrid they could create seven chances score one yeah Atletico Madrid could get three and score two. Yeah, you've got yep. to take your opportunities at this level. There's no doubt about that. Celtic suffered that last season. I think they created the most chances out yeah. of the whole group. They finished bottom of the group. And the chances they created, balls coming in the box. And I, I think I think this time around, um, you, you saw uh, the goal against Lazio. Yep. And obviously yep. you saw the goal away in, in uh, Feyenoord. Feyenoord. Yep. Uh, and, and obviously... Um, that goes without saying. You don't. You're not blessed with an awful lot of opportunities, but if your chances do come along, you've got to make sure you dispatch. Inter Milan have gone one up against Salzburg. Alexis Sanchez. Inter Milan, a big name in Celtic's history, of course. The team that Celtic defeated back in '67 in the final. And Bayern are one up at Galatasaray. And it's Coleman who has scored. So those are the early kickoffs. You can't beat it, can you? Champions League oh, back in town. Brendan Rodgers looking and talking about the game tomorrow. And what about mindset of the players? Now, listen, you're always disappointed when you when you lose games, any game, and and in particular at this level. But when when players are given their best, that's all you can ask. I think it's um, I think that the the Lazio game here was it's just a real indication of the level that that you're at in in the Champions League. You know, we uh, played very well in the game, performed well, but yet just one moment at the end of the game, it costs you the points. So uh, that's just a reminder of the level, but it, it doesn't stop you, you know, being persistent and um, and, and looking to fight. And, and that's what we expect here. You know, the, the fans expect us to, to fight, to run in order to play quality football. And that's, that's the style of... The, this team and how we want to play and uh, we will continue to do that Galatasaray have equalised Mauro Icardi a penalty yeah good game there John what are you hearing there from the manager and is it whetting your appetite not that it needed that for tomorrow night mm. yeah well he, he's telling you that you know they were very disappointed to, to lose against Lazio so that's a statement in itself you know they, they, they took Lazio they went toe to toe with them possibly that little half a sort of inch that Maeda's touched the ball, stops Palmer from celebrating and putting Celtic 2-1 up. And it could have been a different story if the lad who smashed Tatati in the face, if the referee goes to VAR, he probably gets sent off. Those are the little bits of luck you need. And, and sometimes the big games just turn on a little decision, on, on, on a goalkeeper save, on a mistake from the centre-back or something like that. So against Lazio, they were very good and they need to take a, a, a similar sort of performance you know, into the Atletico uh, Madrid game tomorrow night. Of course, Lazio got a draw with Atletico and we shouldn't forget yeah. that, the late, late goal from That's the right. goalkeeper. Yeah. Here's Greg Taylor speaking about that uh, game with the, the Roman Giants of Lazio. Yeah, I spoke about this after the last game. It was uh, disappointing in terms of result because I think in the first two games, for large parts, we've uh, performed well, but it's about now going to the next step and matching that with results. 
at Celtic Park it's such a unique atmosphere especially on a Champions League night so we aim to uh, give what the fans give us and hopefully a, a result to match the performance and John we remember the Champions League Knights, you just mentioned them last year, so too does Greg Taylor. We know that we uh, last season again it was a wee bit of you uh, you performed well but we had nothing to show for it and we don't want to be that type of team. We want to be a team that goes on and, and has special nights here and creates our own his, historic nights. Yeah, I think we, uh, we're built as a team that wants to be pressing up high aggressive football and I think that's also what the club demands. It's not just the players and the staff, it's, uh, it's the way that a Celtic team should play so uh, we worked every day that way to try and play that way so to try and just change that for a one-off game And final word from Greg Taylor at the moment what about the atmosphere on Champions League occasions? The atmosphere that on a Champions League night here is it's not like many other stadiums in the world so we want to give the fans something that they can enjoy and as I touched on as a squad of players we want to create our own times of history we, we did that domestically last season but it's now about trying to do it in Europe He's absolutely right. The atmosphere is off the scale at Celtic Park, and the opposition players and the, from the big teams have, have, have seconded that over the years. But what he's saying, I think, is right. I think last season they created numerous chances, and you don't miss a chance on purpose. Sure. You know, sure. you're trying yeah. to score. You're doing your utmost to try and score. But what you got to do is you can't keep making the same mistakes. You know, a lot of the players last season first first sort of hit at the Champions League. Um, but now now they've got another chance at it they have to improve improve the performances and um, that's how you move on as a footballer you get more experience from the more big games you play in these type of competitions but as I said you know the, it's difficult to criticise anybody from last season because they yeah. did create a lot of chances but now they get more chances this time around they've got to take them you look at the players the players are determined to try and change things and turn things around. And this is a massive game in terms of the group. Uh, there's no doubt about that in terms of their European hopes for the season. And that's staying in Europe. Um, but also for Brendan Rodgers. Right? He's a first-class manager. He's elite. I get all that. He, he is a very, very good manager. But he has a very poor record in the Champions League. Right? So he yep. w imagine the determination and, and, and desire also from him. To 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 want to go and get get the the right result as well. So it, look, it's it's something that if it can all come together, I I, I think it, it is a game that Celtic can definitely get something out of. Um, so it's just interesting the dy the dynamics of, of it all. Like I says, yeah. I mean, and and the atmosphere we touch on and and both at Celtic Park and at Ibrox, yeah. it's incredible. Mm -hmm. The atmosphere is like nothing you can ever imagine. Uh, and to, to have the opportunity, like uh, both of us, to play in those yeah. type of matches, wow. But if they were competing and doing so well every single year in Europe and getting to the point end of those competitions, yeah. um, would the atmosphere be the same? Good question. If you're winning. Or like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's almost as yeah. if we're like, we're, we're not exposed to loads of it or to yeah. the to the, to the the back end of these kind of competitions. I, 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 Is that I what actually, makes it so special? Yeah. I actually think it would. Yeah. I think because there's such great nights, you know, in yeah. in Glasgow, you know, the, the lights are on, it's, you know, and, and the atmosphere, the fans have got their coats and hats and scarves yeah. on. It's That's cold and warm. But I, I do think no matter how many times, like I've played at Celtic Park in many European big nights yeah. and they're always absolutely electric. And Craig would have played in the same. Course, Look yeah. at Rangers in the Europa League a couple of seasons yeah. ago. Yeah. Without their terrific home form, 
and that crowd making it a cauldron for the opposition. Yeah. Then obviously they wouldn't have got to the final. You know, they, yeah. they, they were superb at home, actually very good away from home as well. But it's these home games, you have to try and take advantage of them. Just I remember, yeah. remember the, 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 the late 80s, early 90s, the Italian teams, the European competitions. I'll tell you what, they, they didn't go out and support the earlier rounds, the group stages and why was in that? anything because it was kind of so like they were so yeah. used to it. They yeah. were so used to it. All of a sudden get to round a 16 quarter final and, yep. and then you start mm -hmm. to see the stadiums fill up. Yeah. Uh, so no, it was it was just a question yeah. To, yeah. To, to throw out there. Um, our, our, our stadiums, like it says in, in Glasgow, for both Celtic and Rangers for those nights have always been amazing in my time. Yeah, and I think as well, Craig, the reason why I think it would always be the same and it would always be rocking is because Celtic and Rangers both know that they have a massive home, noisy, intimidating yeah. support. And without that, they maybe wouldn't have been successful over the years. And the crowd, in particular, European games under the lights, don't half get behind the team. Yeah. I mean, everybody, maybe on a weekend, not everybody yeah. is at it. They go to the, the league games and they sit there. But I tell you something, when that... You know, when the anthems and everything go, tomorrow, even at Ibrox, everybody's out of their seat. Everybody's on their feet, sort of singing away and obviously pushing the team on. Where will you be tomorrow night, John? So are you trackside beforehand? How do you do it? No, are I'll just go straight upstairs. Yeah, yeah. My, my call time is about half past six, Paul. Okay. I'll sit down, yeah. I'll go through the team because yeah. we don't quite yeah. know the team. And then a, a little, a tiny Nothing early for us, now. Eh? Nothing early for us, Cup now. of tea. Yep. I might have a cup of tea and a, <laughs> a, a, and a small little mil Milky Way or something like that. You know, yes. you never know. But I'll go through the running order and yep, everything sure. with the guys and then we'll make our way up to the gantry. And then um, the anthems come on and Rory kicks it all off and then yep. uh, I come in and give my expertise view. That's it. We're looking forward to tomorrow night. So there's a bit more from Brendan Rogers, a bit more from Greg Taylor and Philippe Clement and also... Uh, Cyril Desers and maybe your call good time to give us your point of view 0808 17 17 700 The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy Switch to clean renewable energy and reduce your bills by up to 70% Let's go Go Radio Football Show Tuesday night news in Europe Galatasaray and Bayern are 1-1 42 minutes gone and in Milan Inter are 1-up on Salzburg what's going to be the story later tonight Man United at uh, home to Copenhagen and obviously there'll be a, a minute there's going to be a presentation of some of the great moments of Bobby Charlton one of the all-time greats who passed away at the weekend European winner and uh, World Cup winner as well so that's at eight tonight Seville up against Arsenal Lens against PSV PSV of course who knocked out Rangers Braga against Real Madrid Union Berlin against Napoli Benfica against Real Sociedad tomorrow night the main event eight o'clock Celtic Park Celtic against Atletico Madrid. What about Ange Postacoglu? What happened to him, Craig, when he left then? Down to England. Some of the Spurs fans weren't having him. Where are they? Top of the table. He's going rubbish, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. He's very average, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's very... And what? The, uh, did I read something correctly today? Uh, yes. The best start of Ever. any yep. Premiership manager after nine games, Truly 23 Spurs points. Yep. Right, and, and I, don't, I don't mean to brag... John, right? But obviously it's an Australian, mm. right? And and the person who sits in second, I know he's originally from 
Holland, which is Goose Hiddink. Mm-hmm. It was 22 points at Chelsea, but he managed Australia oh. as well. Yeah. Yep. And we're flying, huh? The Aussies are flying. Have you ever won a World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> cricket, probably. <laughs> yes. Cricket, rugby. Don't worry, you will. Here's Kevin, a Celtic fan who's on. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kev. Kev. Uh, Paul, Paul, John, Craig, how are you? Oh, yeah, very good. good, thank good, you. Thank you, they're in good form tonight. Big John, did you hear him a few moments ago? He was giving it about, uh, you, can, you cannot go in feeling like an underdog. No, I totally agree with John. And that's, uh, I think uh, you, you can go in like that. I think that's, I think that's why in John's era at Celtic Park, with Scotty McDonald, laughs and the rest. And that's why Celtic were... Since at, at times we beat, we beat everybody we beat them all we beat mm. Milan when they were born the European champions we beat Juventus we beat, we beat them all nobody wanted to come to Celtic Park but it's changed days to everybody you, you mm. can't just it's not all Celtic's fault it's yeah. uh, football the, the, the gap between uh, Scotland and Portugal Holland and the, the, and the big three leagues is, mm. is, yeah. is huge so yeah. it's just football in it but um, I just wanted to call in just, I, I spoke to you last week yeah. Um and I'd said the the decision that Hearts made, and I'd said I wish Stevie Naismith would just be honest and say mm-hmm. we're doing it to take an edge off Celtic, and know this rubbish about taking all taking care of their own fans. Because I, I I said to you Paul on that show, if you remember, I you said did. they will nowhere near sell out that stadium. Yep. A tons on Sky Sports, yep. empty seats everywhere, and it's just disappointing because Hearts are a big team. Celtic are obviously. The biggest team in Scotland with the, with the champions. That, that's a massive game. And English fans are going to be turning that on and saying, oh God, look, no one they call us a tin pot league. But we can't even, when there's empty seats everywhere in such a big game. And it's just disappointing. And I just wanted to get that point in. I, 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 was, I, I didn't want to be, a bit, a bit of me wanted to be proved right. Oh. But I'm just, mm. I'm gutted. I, I hope they look back at it and go, do you know what? We made the wrong decision. I don't mind them cutting the allocation. I, I, I don't like, I, I really? don't think this is weird, John, but yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't like the look at uh, big stadiums like Hearts and Hibs, Aberdeen. Mm. I don't like it when we're playing the big clubs and we've got a full stone. I don't think that looks too good. I think you would rather see them fill it out, but let's give, give a thousand tickets, 1,500. Don't give us 500. That's, mm. that's, that's nothing. But, so, Kevin, that, 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 lies, that lies with them. It's yeah. nothing to do with Celtic. All Celtic can do is fill out their allocation and, and, and they could have done that five times over. They give them 500 seats and it's nothing to do with Celtic. It's all to yeah, do with sure. hearts. They've made the decision. Um, I totally agree with you. I think it was disappointing. Certainly hearts didn't fill their, you know, the, the, the seats that they, yeah. they thought that they might fill in terms of covering all the ground and just having Celtics 500 fans in, in that in that um, left-hand side of, of the goals. Um, yeah. So, listen, sure. all, all Celtic can do is just take the 500 fans. Yes, Brendan Rodgers has had his say. We've all had our say. Even Craig Moore here has had yeah. his say. Um, all disappointed with the decision, but it, it's Hearts' decision. And, and maybe they'll change their mind, as, yeah, as Kevin well, said. I, I don't yeah. know whether they will, sure. but some we'll hierarchy see. or chief yeah. executive or somebody has made a decision. Yeah. Maybe the manager okay. has, has put his input sure. in. But we could only deal with the amount of fans we're given. Kevin's spot on, though. It's not a good look on Sky. We're, really trying to not. Cha- we're trying to sell the game in Scotland. It's not a good look. And the same message should go to Rangers. Mm-hmm. 
and Celtic. Everyone. Get the fans back in. And I don't agree with a thousand, Kevin. It was three and a half thousand. Get the Celtic fans in in numbers. Get the Rangers fans well, maybe, in. I, I, yeah, maybe, get them in maybe. in numbers. When will they review that yeah, at the end of the season? I'm not sure. Everyone hides behind, oh, well, we've sold the season tickets and things. Where's it going to come yeah. from? Who's making? Who's going to make this decision? The Scottish some, FA or the Scottish well, SPFL? That requires leadership. And there's not enough strong oh, leadership can, in Scotland. Mm. Kevin? Can I, can I just say, see when the Hearts fans are there, so my mate's got a season ticket next day the, behind the goals where the away fans sit, right? Yeah. And um, see when Hearts, are, he doesn't have the Rangers tickets because of the way that it is, right? Yeah. But they, do, they don't get the Rangers games. But see when the Hearts fans are there in Aberdeen, huh? see the atmosphere, it's brilliant. Yeah. And see the banner, yeah. it's brilliant. Some people might say it's toxic. Yeah. And I don't really buy into that. I think the atmosphere is cracking. Especially if they score, which yeah. I think Hearts did actually the last time I was there. Hearts went in front. Uh, no, Aberdeen it was actually. They went in front. Uh, they were all celebrating two minutes later. We got a goal back. The banner's brilliant. Why would you <laughs> want to take that away? I don't understand. Exactly. We're exactly the same as you, Kim. Honestly, I don't understand it. Football is about two game, two teams competing. Yeah. Kevin, what would you do in terms of Hearts now coming to Celtic Park? Would you would you follow suit or would you just give them the the maximum uh, allocation that you normally give yeah, well, them? Well, how would John, you, how would you John, react to this? Okay. This is going to sound really petty, John. Right? So, I, and I, I apologise, but I would do the opposite of what we've done with Rangers, and I would still give them their allocation because yeah. I don't think that sounds petty at all, Kevin. But they're not getting they're not getting a full stone. Rangers, when Rangers come to Celtic Park, they get a full stand, right? So it's, it's different. But if I was all, but if I was in charge of Celtic, I would still up the Rangers allocation to a couple of thousand. Mm. Aye, yeah, I would up it. I would up it. I would up it to a couple, a couple okay. of thousand. We could go on about it all night, yeah. Kevin. I know you're thinking about tomorrow night. What's on your mind? What's your point? What would you, what would you say to John and to- Craig? My point is we need a point. <laughs> we, need, we, need, we, need, we need a couple of points, buddy, because the performances have been great and John will know, yeah. uh, Paul, you as well, I've called in and I've said to you, I cannot fault the performance. I can't fault the performances. You, mm-hmm. you can't pick the performance apart. You can't fault it, but we've got no points. So it's like, you don't want to be, you don't want to be glorious losers, you know what I mean? I think you're right. We certainly need a result. You know, you got Atletico Madrid on four, Lazio on four, Feyenoord on three, and obviously we're on zero points. Only two games played, but we have Atletico Madrid now, as you know, Kevin, back to back. Um, So, listen, I I think it's a. For us to get back in the mix, I think we have to go and get the three points. Are you going Aye. to the game over there, John? You're going to be in the Yeah, yeah, oh, you'll be, be there. The games, yeah. Hey, what a life. Craig, what Tough, do you reckon yeah. tomorrow night? What would you say to Kevin? He needs a, That was a great answer, wasn't it? What's your point? Uh, a point. Yeah, that no, was a very uh, good point. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, now, look, I mean, uh, Kevin's obviously seen uh, how the, the team have grown. Uh, obviously, you know, for me, I'm seeing how Celtic have improved. Uh, domestically and then look as if there's a lot more rhythm and understanding all those kind of things but uh, <laughs> uh, but the the end of the day it, it's it's about trying to find a way to, to be able to get over the line in the in the European competition yeah. now Atletico Madrid at home is an opportunity uh, I know that, that, that Atletico Madrid have got a lot of stars in their team and lots of stuff but Celtic won't be thinking about that they'll be thinking about how they can get off to a great start how they can get a, a goal early on in this match and how important a role the supporters play in what is very special nights Here's a little bit more from Brendan Rogers speaking just an hour or two ago Yeah listen we, we know at this level you have to bring your A game to be a chance of, of getting the result you know so um, and we can't just give what we normally do and in normal games 
you know, this is a team that's too experienced for that and a manager that's too experienced for that. And the level that they're at, you know, you get world-class players uh, used to winning the biggest prizes. So they know the level and they're really comfortable at the level. So for us, we, uh, we, we have to do more to get the result. But we're, we're ready for that. We're in a good place as a, as a team and as a squad and we know we're going to continually improve and hopefully a game like tomorrow night is going to be a, another catalyst for our, for our improvement. Kevin, it's going to be some night. What about at the weekend? Matt O'Reilly, what would you say? <laughs> what can you say? He's a, he's a contender player of the season already. Uh, he's, a, he's an absolute fire, I think. When Brendan Rodgers came in, you know how Brendan Rodgers likes to develop young players. Mm-hmm. And Matt O'Reilly's taken to him a, a duck to ladder. It's a shame he couldn't have done the same for Burnaby because I think I had big hopes for him. Yeah. I thought he was a player in there. But with Matt O'Reilly... He's been absolutely fantastic. I, I think you're looking at a £20 million plus player. Right. Oh, don't wow. say that, Kev. We don't want to sell him. Probably. Okay, I, we don't think, want to I sell think you're, steady, I think you're undervaluing him as well there, Kevin. Yeah. 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 But going on to tomorrow night, Brendan knows how much, of a, how much of a hard challenge it is. But as I said earlier on, Kevin, I just think if we can perform similar you, to what we did in the second half against Lazio, Go for it, you know, We at the back, we need to tighten up, certainly. We can't concede from set pieces again. Um, and listen, anything can happen. And at Celtic Park over the years, and Celtic could do a result. There's no doubt about that. Celtic could do a result in the Champions League. Give us a scoreline then, Kev. Two one of the hoops, mate. Two one of the hoops. Two one of the leather belts. There we go. <laughs> Kevin's going 2-1. What do you think on that, Craig? It's a it's a must win. I I agree yeah. with John. It's a must win game. I I can't see Celtic winning the match. I think a draw will be the best result for Celtic here. John, I'm with Kevin because yeah. you know I even if I get it wrong, Paul, or if I get it right, you won't say nothing. But if I get it oh, wrong, a lot of people on. will come on. You <laughs> come know? on. So, listen, I just think the fact is, I'm only joking. I think the fact is, it's a must win game. Celtic have to get back in the mix. And if they throw everything towards uh, Atletico Madrid tomorrow, which they will, um, and then we have to then try and get back in the group because it's even tougher in two weeks' time when we go to Madrid. Kev, thanks very much for Cheers, calling. Kev. Thank Cheers, you. Kev. Cheers, Kevin. 0808 17 17 700. I was just looking to see you. Were you wrestling when he said, and Celtic, the biggest club in Scotland. But you didn't flinch, Craig Moore. No, I, I didn't yeah. at all because uh, I, I know uh, many other people why, that why, have exactly why, the same why, comment why, about why, another club. Yeah, exactly. Paul flinch. Yeah. 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 What's that? Why would he flinch? Huh? Uh, all, I, all I know is that when I was playing playing at Rangers, we done all right. We won a few trophies, yeah. Big Ben. I know you did. I know you did. I was playing. That's why I know. Yeah, you won a few. How many did you win in a row? Twelve. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't twelve you in a part, row. You were was, part of nine in a row. Yeah, I was part. I was part of nine in yeah. nine in a row as well. This is the thing. The great thing is you feel your club is the number one. Uh, Absolutely, both have got that ambition. Yes, and at times Rangers have been number one. Celtic have been number one for quite some time, apart from the year. Uh, 2020 goes in cycles exactly yeah and I think younger listeners and, and, and fans mm. think it's all Celtic's way yeah. by and large apart yeah, from yeah. trying to and, yeah. and range for a time you hear Peter Grant he always says the years that they had and they, they just didn't win much at all Peter Grant Paul yeah, McStay I know uh, brilliant those, players those type were, of players yeah, Paul um, McStay one of the all time greats yeah. um, but um, isn't it funny and younger ones just expect maybe you know to win all the time yeah 
Well, you can't win all the time. You can have yeah. good spells like Celtic having a great spell at the minute. You know, in the in the 80s, Rangers had a brilliant spell. And I just think, you know, the both teams will keep adding to what they've got. They'll try and get as high as they can in Europe and bring in top managers who can make a difference to the club. They both will have a fantastic support forever. And, and even before now, they've had support magnificent that are renowned all over the world. They're two global football clubs, Paul, and when they come together, there's fireworks. Kieran's asking, we were joking about Ange Postacoglu and the success that he's had. John, it's just been phenomenal. Have you been surprised just how well he's done in the first few months? Yes. Top of the table? Yes, I think, because the Premier League is seen as a... You know, one of the one of the top leagues in the world, and they beat Liverpool um, at um, at home. They've beat they've beaten other top teams, um, and I just think he's been so so impressive. Everybody's raving about him. All the radio shows want to speak to him. Well, of course, we know him. Craig knows him better than I, having worked with him and being Australian and everything else. Um, but unbelievable. We knew he was very special. We knew that. I'm not quite sure if everybody expected him to go down there and not be beat in his first nine games. Yeah. But he certainly made an unbelievable impact on, on Spurs. And Craig, he is brilliant with the media. And I think even better in England, he's enjoying it. Um, just the, the relationship. And he was asked, can Spurs win the league? Now, he didn't say, yeah, we're going to win the league. Mm. He said, unless there's something in the rules that says Spurs can. are not allowed to win it. I yeah, just yeah. loved the yeah. way he answered it. So, he's quite clever. He's quite clever the way he comes across. You said media. that right at the beginning. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, he's... He, he, He's worked hard at that. He, he he takes a lot of time in and detail in everything that he does. Look, I said top six at the start of the season, Paul, that he'll finish in. Uh, that, that's going to happen. Uh, I don't think Spurs will win the title, but I'll tell you what, what, a, what an amazing start they've had. Depth yeah, of squad, he probably doesn't have it. And you, of course, you know, you're an Arsenal legend, John, you had time at Arsenal, so... And they came so close last season as well. Yeah, so I, I see yeah. something like Spurs doing something similar now, but... Remember, that was Arteta's second season um, last season and it took yeah. them, you know, the first season and then obviously Arteta brought in and he's also brought in the likes of Declan Rice yeah. and one or two players mm. this season, Trossard yeah. and mm -hmm. players like this and I think they'll they'll improve Arsenal but um, you know, he got 2-2, two -two, didn't he, um, Ange, at, at, uh, at um, the Emirates a couple of weeks ago. Came from two down. I think they did uh, Spurs. I'm certainly. I'm not sure. It's got some record. But they got a two-two. Yeah. yeah. But so he's, he's, you know, he's putting his wits against all the big clubs down okay. there, and doing great. Who wins it down there, though? I don't think Arsenal can win it. Man City, I think. Okay. I, I think again, it's a, again, I just think they got such a an array of talent. I think Haaland makes a huge effort, makes a huge difference. You got him fifty goals last season, over fifty goals, and. You know, he doesn't stop scoring over he doesn't stop scoring over a night, Haaland. Going on the lines, the Rangers fan is on next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 Let's go on the lines now. Paul, a Rangers fan, is on. Good evening, Paul. Uh, evening, Paul. Evening, guys. Thanks Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, you off you there. Um, interested to see if there's a wee bit more information if you guys knew on the return of Graham Soonis. And I just want to say, I think he would be a, an asset to Rangers uh, because of, I said to you before my show in the show that uh, with Mr. Lake, say Walter Smith um, and Jimmy Bell, um, yeah. that type of ingrained knowledge of Rangers, and I think he'd be an asset to Rangers. Just want to see what you think. 
So, Craig, you predicted it last yeah. week, Thursday night, Friday night, Jim White on here said it's his understanding that um, it's highly likely that Graeme Souness will return to Rangers in an advisory capacity, not an ambassadorial position. Mm-hmm. What do you feel, Craig? You obviously had that yeah. and you felt that was going to happen anyway. Yeah, well, it? Paul, I was waiting for your call all night. Uh, now, nah, look, for me, Souness... <laughs> Souness um, absolutely makes sense. I think it's a role uh, which I've been quite strong on that I think needs to be in play at, at Rangers Football Club. I think somebody with that football nous credibility, who's not an administrator, who is a football person, um, who will be able to pick up the phone to anybody involved in the game anywhere in the world or vice versa. People will be delighted to be able to contact uh, a certain Mr. Graham Souness. Um, I, I believe that he would be a great fit for the football club. I, I believe that um, his passion and love for Rangers also is important because I think there needs to be that kind of fit now for Rangers because unfortunately, um, the, you know, I think with, with Michael Beale and the, the, the signing scenario and how that happened uh, and, and now potentially a new manager having a deal through through that kind of thing, I think it's important to have, and I'm going to call it not a football director. No, okay. Right? I'm going to, I'm just going to go with something simple like football advisor, uh, and and Graham Souness I think is a great shout for the football club. Because that's what I was about to ask you. What will the role look like? Yes. What is the role? Well, the role is certainly uh, an ear for the the manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tap into his expertise, have normal conversation. Manager still goes and makes his decisions and plays his formations and plays. But but I just think it's a it's a sounding platform yeah. of a football great that, that that has enormous knowledge an enormous network. I, I think too many times people look at these kind of people in these kind of roles as a threat. That for me is very insecure. Um, be be strong uh, and show a presence and surround yourself with good people. Uh, and I think Graham Souness would be a great addition. And of course, Graham Paul, as you mentioned, you referenced Walter Smith. It was Graham oh. who brought him to yeah, the club yeah. because um, Walter was a big part of Dundee United's success under Jim McLean, and, and uh, the manager Souness at the time brought him to Ibrooks. John, do you like the sound of that? Do you think Graham Souness back in at Ibrooks is a good move? Well, he was, he's a he's an icon there, isn't yeah. he? And um, yeah. I suppose a club that are really struggling at the minute might might need somebody like that you know you look at it and you know, would would Brendan Rodgers bring Martin O'Neill back to the club you know because they're winning and they're successful in a reign where Rangers are quite they're struggling they've got they've had three managers in the last whatever yeah. it is 12 months or whatever and he might he might give the whole place a lift he, he might give it a little bit of a boost in terms of the manager as well with his experience I think he'd certainly come back as a as a director of football role, something like that. Help help with the recruitment and obviously be there for for a shoulder to cry on if he want. If Philip Clement wants that, um, but but certainly he's somebody that that commands a bit of respect. Um, and I personally don't know. I I haven't heard anything about his return. But I don't know about you, Craig. Yeah, and no, again, that's a lot of speculation and kind of what we're hearing. Um, and just up being asked a question by by the caller there, Paul. Yeah. And but for me, again, I can only speak for myself. Mm. Uh, you know, if, if I was in a situation where I, w- I was able to tap into to, to someone's 
experiences and, and knowledge and network of the like of Graham Souness, I, I would only see that as great value. I would like to think that uh, Clement would think the same. Um, and he must and, be consulted, you would imagine. Yeah, but also, John, you started to go down a road where I thought, mate, you're spot on. Rangers, you're saying they're, they're, they're struggling. They've gone through a lot of a lot of change off the field mm. as well yep. as on yep. the field. And I think there is probably that lack of identity. Um, and Graham Souness brings that. He brings all of that. And try it, try it, you know. John asked an uh, interesting uh, question yeah. there when he said, would... Brendan Rogers yes. wants to see Martin O'Neill back. I thought that's interesting. But Martin O'Neill's Martin never going to take his job. No. And Brendan Rogers has a connection with Celtic. Whereas Philippe Clement, the new manager coming yes. in, yes. who may do really, really well, yeah. but doesn't have that one. Uh, Paul, any any thought on that? It's interesting, isn't it? It's a different dynamic, I guess. So uh-huh. you're comfortable with it with yeah. Sunis alongside Clement. Yeah, I, I think the days Soonest isn't going to be a threat managerial wise. I think his days are gone. But I think, like Craig said and John had said, there is is his contacts in football. The guy, the guy has worked with big companies and and dealt with big egos. And I think, I think he just bring back the field factor, like Craig said, the identity back to the club. And um, like I said, the, the biggest thing he did for me, for for my generation, the senior Rangers growing up, is bringing somebody as legendary as Walter Smith to Rangers. Yeah. And, Walter Smith learned off of one of the greatest football managers in Jim McLean as well. So yeah. um, I just think it brings yeah. back a bit of, bit of tradition back to the club, yeah. if you want to say that. that that's what I think we'll be missing. I'll tell you, he brought, his, all he, he, he brought some yeah. great players as well. John? He did, he did yeah. and uh, he brought some you know, strong players, England internationals, and he, he yeah. made a big impact. He was manager for five years, 86 to 91. He only played 50 games. For Rangers, so he quickly went into management, player manager, sure. if you like. Towards the but he's an icon. Career. He yeah. is an icon at sure. the football club. Yeah. And if you think of, you know, other icons, you know, the, the, in terms of what Rangers supporters think of Graham, um, they may well go down that route yeah. and, and bring him in, have him around the place. And and obviously he's still only seventy, so he's got a lot yeah. of and he looks a fit man. Oh, he speaks, swam the channel. Speaks, yeah, speaks yeah. a lot for a lot of sense. Knows yeah. the game inside out. And we may well see it happening, yeah. but um, oh, I still know. I've yeah, not you even, know what I like yeah. about, sorry, just finally about Graham mm-hmm. Souness and all, all the time that I've watched him, and I worked with him briefly at Newcastle, um, unfortunately not fit for him. Uh, but when, he, when, he, when he's on television, when he speaks about the game, again, he doesn't complicate it. No. He doesn't make it sound fancy. He, he, he speaks in a language that we all understand. Uh, yeah. And I've always admired that because there's no nonsense. No. And I think from a yeah. Rangers point of view, Paul and, and Craig, they, they have to maybe try something different. Yeah. Because, you know, Johnny Van Bronckhurst, then Michael yeah. Beale, now Philip Clement, you're not quite sure what I will do. He won his first game, but try something. Try Paul, something. What do you feel after Saturday? We know it's only one game, but good start. Well, I was at the game and more, more energy, and I, I like the way Clement was seeing each player off. Him a face and a pat around the shoulder, and particularly with Barisic, uh, we did that. I think it, it just to me, I'm not, it's hard not to get overly excited, but I think what I liked about it was he had a presence. I just felt he's the first proper manager, and you might it'll be interested what you think, but he's the first proper manager since Walter's back. Yeah. He's winning titles and things like that. Gerard was an icon, but it was 
All right, the, the line's going, it's, Paul. It's, you're about it's too early to say that, though, no, isn't it? No, no, it you is. Know? But what yeah. I, you're right, it is too early to say. And, and look, time will tell. The proof is always in yeah. the pudding uh, over that period of time. Yes, uh, yep. Sorry, sorry. You want to Here's be... what he said about after the game about improvements to be made. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to talk about that this week, but not with you guys because um, <laughs> we 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 take also a lot of time looking at other teams and to to find what they do good, what are the weak points. I don't want to make the the work of my colleagues too easy. So you, you guys have also an opinion about things. For sure, you're going to write about it. He's quite canny. He looked forward then. He was asked about the Sparta-Prague game. Yes, I looked two games of them. I know the coach also really well because he's a friend. Uh, we played together in Bruges. Uh, he was after also coaching uh, in Antwerp. It's a good football team. It's a team who always plays uh, in a 3-4-2-1 structure with uh, a lot of good passing between the lines, a lot of good movement. So it's going to be a very, very interesting test. So I hope to have as much as players available that are in a good shape. Pray f- with me to, uh, this evening that tomorrow we have as much as uh, possible fit players again to, to prepare well this game for, from Thursday because it's going to be... We're going to need uh, a Rangers team who's on the, on the top of their toes to get a good result against Sparta Prague. John. I, I'm impressed about the way they are, they've been playing in Europe. Is it going to get that result Thursday? Oh, if, if the team have to be up for it again, you know, it's a difficult, it's away from home, it's a Thursday night. Well, that's different already, isn't it? You know, the press said to him, what do you think? He says, I'm not telling you. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to tell my players. Michael Beale would have told the press what sure. suit he's wearing on Thursday night. Uh, yeah. You know, well, he, he talked so much. Yeah, but we're in the media as well, and it was good. Yeah, Michael, but Michael Beale, Beale used to talk, 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 talk. This guy, Paul, John, is that... cleverer. He's wiser. Yeah, sure. He doesn't want to tell the press. He but, wants to tell his players. But you're part of the media now as well, so you have to talk, 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 because you can't go on and play, no, play, play. football manager, <laughs> Paul. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know, he's good from the media point of clever view. Clever doesn't want yeah. to tell the press yeah. what his team is and, and what he's and thinking on Thursday. They're very clever. Scoreline, what's going to happen? Paul, what do you reckon? Uh, I'm going... Oh, yeah, you put me in the spot all the time. Go on. Ah, come yeah, on, go on. I'm going for... I'm going for 3-0 Rangers. 3-0 Rangers. Thanks, Paul. We're running out of time. Craig, what do you reckon? Right, I'm, I'm in, loving the confidence yep. uh, and sharing it with you, but I'm going to go 2-0 Rangers. John, what do you reckon? I think they'll get beat 1-0. Ah, come on, John. I'll speak to you Friday Great. what about Celtic tomorrow night Champions uh, League I am going to go for 3-2 uh, Atletico Madrid right oh, wow. come on. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll speak to you on Friday <laughs> John what do you reckon so final words would, I think Celtic might win they need to they, yeah. you know they need to go and get a result certainly I'm not sure if a draw draw would be okay but a, a win is certainly needed Brendan Rogers said adversity, um, sometimes that's what makes you... You know, adversity is uh, some of the best learning that you that you have and that uh, the pain of that, it was, you know, it was numbing at the end because we, we didn't feel we deserved that and the supporters were great for us in the evening. They, they would have seen everything that we were trying to do in the game. But as I said, I'm not here to... I don't want to be taking condolences after after losing games of football, but I respect the level that we're at, and uh, and it's up to us to try and see if we can uh, uh, be more progressive in our results in order to to push forward. Craig, you'll be back with us on Friday. John, we look forward to listening and seeing you tomorrow night Thank on you, the mate. game. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy it.
Great couple of hours there. Thanks to everyone who called in. Thanks for making the switch. Zoe Kelly is up next. Tomorrow night, Peter Grant will be here along with Leanne Crichton. Have a great evening. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go. Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.